Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome back to In That Number and a very happy Mother's Day. We're back after a three-week break to round up all the international news, review our next opponents, but more importantly... Yesterday's crucial three points on the road at Brighton. I'm your host, Ray Hunt. Follow me on at RayHunt84. Follow my co-host, Kevin, on at MoscowMush. Follow the show at NumberPodcast. Any questions or thoughts, email us on InThatNumberPodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook. And now, breaking news, you can follow us on Instagram on InThatNumberPodcast. Find us on all those platforms and interact with us. Um, so now let me bring in my co-host, the one and only Moscow Mush, Kevin Milverton. All right, Kev? Yeah! Nice break, nice time off. Hey. Yeah, yeah, sort of a little bit rusty after three weeks, so I might have yeah. to warm up the vocal cords a bit, but uh, yeah. yeah. An eventful few weeks. Yeah, it has been. Yeah, same, same this end too, but uh, yeah, like the Saints, we march on. Yeah, we'll have to keep going. Um... So, yeah, did you get up to anything in particular? Uh, yeah, I'm uh, obviously working. Because uh, we haven't actually spoke, have we? We haven't really, no, we've meant to, but, uh, yeah, mm. haven't really spoken much uh, over the last couple of weeks. But, no, just uh, usual uh, work, love the pub quizzes, been getting into that, and going to the theatre a lot. Yeah? Uh, yeah. Good, good stuff. Right, shall we um, kick off with a bit of news? Yeah, go for it. What have you got? I just want to talk quickly with, about the um, the Jan Valerie contract. Hmm. Pleased with it? Obviously, you are. Yeah, no, it's good. Good to have him on board for uh, next five years, isn't it? Yeah, twenty twenty three. Mm. Not quite five years, but yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess that just means that if Liverpool want to buy him now, they're going to have to pay a lot, a lot more for him. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Um, uh, James Ward-Prowse as well admitted from the England squad 
only to be recalled due to injuries. Um, I just wanted to say that I was really disappointed with Southgate after that. You know, he said himself that he would be picking his players based on form and not on reputation. And then he put, you know, he put Dalfin over Ward Prowse. And you can clearly see that James Ward Prowse led on every single stat there was. So it was a bit of a bit of a surprise that he he put Dalfin. Yeah. I do think it's just down to loyalty. I mean, because Delft's only played 12 minutes of Premier mm. League football this this year, um, whereas I mean, we all know what brilliant form uh, Prowse is on at the moment. Yeah. Do you think that's what did it? Possibly. Oh, it's got to be, hasn't it? But then you, I, I would like him just to come out and say, I actually prefer Delft as a player, as opposed to just saying, oh, you know, we like we like Ward Prowse, but you know, we just need to see a little bit more from him. Which you know, I, the guy can do no more at the moment. So well, yeah, what more do you want to see? I mean, if he was playing for one of the big six, he'd definitely be in that squad straight away. Probably, you know, straight in the starting lineup as well. Yeah, yeah. My, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it'd be good. It'd be a good um, set piece taker. Um. Right, and speaking of the internationals, do you want to give your international roundup? Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll give you Kev's international roundup. Uh, why not start with uh, man of the moment, Shane Long? <laughs> uh, he had been included in Mick McCarthy's provisional squad, but uh, yet to withdraw from the squad due to uh, a groin injury. Uh, so he missed out on the Euro 2020 qualifiers uh, away to Gibraltar and home to Georgia. So, get well soon there, Shano. Um, of course, yeah, James Ward-Prowse. Uh, a lot of lot of complaints from Saints fans that he didn't get into the provisional squad and then he was included at the last minute. But he sat out on the bench against uh, Czech Republic during that 5-0 demolition uh, on the Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he did get... Make, he managed to make an addition to his... Uh, single cap that he got against Germany two years ago um, in that 5-1 win over Montenegro and yeah came on as a substitute uh, and yeah I think we're, we're all pleased to see him in an England shirt there and then our captain Pierre-Emil Hoiberg um, he managed to net a last minute equaliser yeah. on the Thursday in that 2-2 draw away to Kosovo mm-hmm. which is a bit of a surprise um, didn't get a start against uh, Switzerland, um, but he was a substitute in the second half and uh, made a great contribution as they made a late comeback to come uh, away with a, a point in a 3-3 draw. And, uh, yeah, they were 3-0 down yeah, at, game, uh, at one point. Yeah, so uh, that's an incredible result. Um, Jan Bednarek, um, yeah, he had a great start to... Euro 2020 qualifying uh, managed to get a, a win over Austria just just one nil and then uh, Bednarek he was on the bench but uh, Poland did beat Latvia two nil uh, with Lemon Le- Le- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's his flavour of the month Robert Lemondowski <laughs> and uh, yeah Cameron Glick uh, managed to bang one in. Last Sunday, uh, so yeah, Poland uh, made a brilliant start to their Euro 2020 qualifying. Uh, Stuart Armstrong, 
yeah, the first match of uh, Euro 2020 qualifying, I actually watched that uh, Scotland match. Uh, I was uh, with a friend of mine. I said, ah, yeah, Scotland should just destroy uh, the Kazakhs. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was live on the telly. Yeah, that didn't work out, did it? Uh, they, they, uh, I, I was just gobsmacked when they were like 2-0 down was, within 15 yeah. minutes. Yeah, unbelievable. Total, total embarrassment. Yeah, um, managed to go come away with their tails between their legs and a, and a 3-0 defeat. Um, did manage a, a wonderful 2-0 victory against uh, San Marino. Um, yeah, Armstrong had a couple of shots uh, on target. But um, the goalkeeper kept it out. So, I mean, yeah, it's just, just an embarrassment for Scotland at the moment. Yeah. Um, I think there might be a change of manager sometime soon. Whilst we're talking about Stuart Armstrong, I just want to say it's his birthday today as well. So, happy birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Stuart. Yeah. yeah cheers, cheers for that uh, brilliant performance yesterday as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, in their first uh, qualifying match... Uh, they lost 2-1 to Spain. Uh, he came on in the second half. And then uh, you got to start um, in the, that another dramatic match, uh, the 3-3 match against Sweden. So it's... Uh, wow. Yeah. I think uh, both uh, Denmark and, and uh, Norway uh, had last-minute last scrambles to get equalisers in a very dramatic fashion uh, on Tuesday and last of all Angus Gunn mm. uh, yeah he's getting starts for England under 21s uh, they were at home at Ashton Gate against Poland yep. uh, he played the full 90 minutes as saying drew 1-1 uh, they didn't fancy him uh, for the friendly against Germany at the Vitality Stadium uh, and that's probably why they lost 2-1 mm. yeah and that's the International Roundup. Nice. Well done. Good work. Woo-hoo. Yeah, well done to all our Saints on, on tour. There's not as many as there were uh, last time round. No, I, think, I think Yoshida has just come back, hasn't he, from the um, the Asia Games and stuff. So. Right. Um, I, don't know, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Gabbiadini and Hoot and... Lamina. Players, Lamina, yeah, that have all left or injured. And as you say, you mentioned Long. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't seem like there was that many this time. This time around, there wasn't this time around. Um, makes makes our job easier. Oh yeah. Um, any more news at all you want to talk about? Um, well, I think that's my part. Uh, anything on your end? Uh, nothing major. No, I just I just come across a few things like um, Shane Long has cut himself off of all social media to avoid negativity and distractions. Apparently, so good job. Oh. Yeah, fair play to him. Um, and also, um, Spurs new stadium. Um, they had a match, didn't they? The under-18s, um, Spurs and Saints, lost 3-1. But the first ever goal, well, the first ever away goal was scored by 17-year-old Saint Cornelius Hansen. Mm. So there you go. You can hang on to that. Nice. I hope it curses the place. Yeah. <laughs> um, other than that, my news is done. Okay. Okay, so Brighton yesterday, 1-0 Saints win. Uh, Hoiberg with the, with the goal. Starting eleven. Now, call it a four-three-three or a four-two-two-two, whatever. Um, but Angus Gunn kept his place in goal. That was a. I was. I didn't know what, what he was going to do with that. I was. It was could be gone either way. But yeah, Gunn kept his place. Um, flat back four of Valerie, uh, Yoshida, 
Bednarik and Bertrand. James Ward-Prowse, Romeo and Hoiberg in the middle, Armstrong, Redmond, and a warm welcome back to Danny Ings. Um, the bench was McCarthy, Stevens, Target, Elianusi, Sims, Austin, and Gallagher. So two changes. Um, switch to the flat back for Vestergaard picked up an injury. Ings comes back in. He missed five games with that hamstring. Um, and Stuart Armstrong earns a start. A um, little bit surprised, actually. I thought maybe they'd go with Austin again, but no. Austin drops to the bench. So... I mean, what do you think about the formation change? Do you think it was because of the injury to Vestergaard, or do you think that it was um, in his plans anyway? Um, I, I don't know. I think um, Actually, yeah. I, I do know. Apparently, <laughs> he said that it was always in his plans, regardless of that injury. But I just wanted to know what you thought of it. Well, he's normally quite honest about these sort mm. of things. But uh, yeah, I mean, Vestergaard did come back with that groin injury, just like Shane Long. I don't know what mm. they've been up to. Um, in that international break, but um, yeah, steady on that. Mm. Um, but yeah, um, the switch to a back four, that always makes me nervous because um, we've always seemed to do a lot worse when we've got back four rather than a three or five at the back or whatever you want to call it. Mm. Um, so yeah, that, that worried me a bit, but I was, yeah, obviously excited about Ings coming back into the lineup finally. Um, and yeah, I'm strong because I mean, he's put in some great performances when he has been playing, but yeah, they're just, doesn't seem to be a space for him. Scotland. Yeah, just not for <laughs> Scotland. Um, but yeah, there doesn't doesn't seem to be space for him in that uh, three no, slash sorry, five yeah. man midfield. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I thought. I mean, when towards the beginning of the season he was playing um, more in the wings, like um, yeah. Revan was as well. Uh, that seemed to work really well. And yeah, to, uh, to today, yesterday he was he was amazing. Yeah, he was brilliant. So. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, call uh, it what you back. want. I mean, when I saw the four, when I saw the team sheet, I looked at that instantly. Thought it was a four-three-three with, um, you know, Ings playing the, the the lone man pretty much, and Redmond and Armstrong just sat behind him. Um, hmm. So a four-three-two-one, if you look at it like that. But looking the um, the way that they set up as well, another formation it looked like that four-two-two-two. Um, yeah, very central. Mm, yeah. Um, which I'm okay with as well. And apparently, he said that's his preferred position. Um, Hassan Hilfiger says he reckons that is his preferred way to play. So maybe he sticks his sticks to his guns and plays it on Friday night. I mean, I don't know. But um, either way, it worked against Brighton. Mm. Um, so the game. Do you want to talk through the game? Um, sure. I mean, to, to be honest, uh, I mean it's a. Uh, very exciting after a three weeks away to mm-hmm. be watching Saints again and the result was exactly what we needed but it wasn't the most exciting of matches to watch I feel, if I'm being totally it honest it was exciting but it was quite fascinating yeah I think it was interesting in a more more of a tactical aspect of um, mm. yeah, what what, what was doing but yeah, yeah I mean we only had uh, one shot on target in the first half um, Brighton didn't really show anything in the first half at all and it was just like the um, cut match that we played right yeah. at the early end of the season absolutely nothing happening whatsoever um, yeah I mean, well, you wonder had... whether they were set up not to lose the game I mean you know you know that Hasenhutl wouldn't take that approach but it was kind of like Chris Hewitt had said look whatever we do we cannot lose this game Mm, um, let's just keep it tight. No, let's not fuck up. Let's just keep it, you know, 
no risks. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, as you say, I mean, they, I mean, Angus Gunn had nothing to do, did he, in that first half? Um, nah. And Brighton didn't do anything. <clears throat> Excuse me. They had a lot of possession, but they just were not doing anything with it. And same with Saints. But they looked. I don't know. It just looked like you said when we were talking the formation that they were. It was more central. They did. They looked that. They looked too narrow. There wasn't a lot of width about the thing. And I don't know whether that was you know because it was Brighton frustrating them a lot. But it, Saints didn't you know adjust at all in that first half. No. No, and yeah, I mean, we were doing a high press thing, um, mm-hmm. sure, but I mean, it just wasn't much coming off. But Ings didn't really have much service, and when he did, I mean, he had that um, about half an hour in. Oh, that um, sighter, that ben, um, Bernardo block. Well, that that was a bit later on, but uh, yeah, no, it was no, yeah, yeah, but um, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's Bernardo. You know, it's Bernardo, the, that's yeah. right. Um, but yeah, he, he seemed to be our bogeyman because whenever we got got a man on. Uh, or anyone was taking a shot, he was right there. I mean, yeah, in that Ing shot, he managed to block, and uh, Armstrong as well. Yeah, I think, as a whole, I think Brighton defended quite well. I think the... the yeah. I mean, OK, we only had half chances, but whenever they were there, I mean, they were snuffed out by that Brighton defence. And to our credit, I think I think we defended doing what they did come at us with. Uh, we defended quite well. Yeah, um... Redmond, very energetic as always. Yep. Just struggled in that final third again, didn't he? Had a couple Absolutely. of chances that he was just. It, it looked when I was watching the game. Um, don't hate me for saying this, but I was like thinking, "Oh, this is Redmond of last year." Yes. Yeah. No. No. no I the exact same thought went through my head, and um, I saw on on uh, social media, on Twitter, that people giving him the same um, shit that they were last season, the season before, mm. but. Um, yeah, I mean, he, brilliant runs. Um, you can yeah, he's just causing a threat, isn't he? he was dribble just... the ball beautifully. But, yeah, that that just that last touch, uh, yeah, either taking a shot or um, sending it over to somebody who's on, on there. But, but, yeah, it lacked. Although saying that, it was um, Redmond that set up that um, goal. Brilliant one-two play with Hoiberg. And he did make the right decision. Yes, he did. Yeah, I'm not saying he had a bad game. I just thought his final third was a bit, a bit lucky. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you can't um, slag him off for oh, for that energy because no. I mean, if you put that much effort in, I mean, it will come off at some point, and, and it did. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Um, so the goal start of the second half pretty much with that 53rd minute. Um, it, again, it was the pressure in the midfield um, that seems mm. to be working and. Won the ball in the middle of the park, which I'm sure Hewton would be fuming over because Brighton just looked—they well, just looked lazy and under possession and slow. Just yeah. like I said, they were trying; they weren't trying anything to try and win the game. Um, and yeah, we took advantage of that. A great, you know, won the ball. Redmond breaks, just pickpocketed them. Yeah, uh, Hoiberg bursts on the overlap, and then you know when he gets the ball back, he slots it away. Nice tidy finish. Yeah. Um, it's quite yeah. tight angle and on his left foot as well. Yeah, it's quite, it was quite a cute one, wasn't it? Yeah, nice yeah, one. yeah. Mm. But yeah, um, and then from from that, uh, I think they created a couple of chances as soon as they went one new up. But after that, they sat back again, didn't they? And it was all Brighton at that point. Yeah, I don't know. I think we we found um, a bit of energy like just off the goal uh, that yeah. lasted for a little under ten minutes, and then right, yeah. yeah. But the thing is, they started to wake up at the same time as well. They think, well, 
uh, if your tactic is that yeah you can kind of sit back and just try not to lose the game if you're one nil down well you know they they had nothing to lose and they they really did um, for the last half hour they they gave it everything they did yeah um, and I thought we were poor I, I did I thought I thought Bednarik was I don't think he was great um, and James Ward Prowse didn't have his best game he didn't no I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say he was, he was then, awful no 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 but then you know he set himself such high standards now I think anything below what he's been given is you know it's gonna you're gonna notice the dip because of how well he's been playing but yeah um, and then the gun mishap as well I wasn't too happy with that yeah I mean that's poor luck, goalkeeping definitely lucky nothing came from it I mean they they, they were shouting for a penalty at the same time weren't they with that um, no yeah that's not a penalty, Hoiberg touch nah he made a meal out of it and, but weirdly Hoiberg managed just to flop down as well yeah <laughs> he, he sort of like made out that he got hit in the, in the face didn't he and I thought oh, yeah. come on man. Oh, God. I, thought, I thought his days of those antics were over but no, apparently not um, yeah so I mean did you get a chance to look at the stats Yes. Yeah. I mean, I I don't have them written down, but I, you know, glanced at them. Um, it's not good reading, really. Um, well, I mean, I say that you, it just proves that stats lie uh, on certain occasions, like the possession, the shots, the corners, the attempts. Um, it was all Brighton, and yet, you know, clean sheet, three points. Yeah. I mean, in, uh, well, I mean, yeah, it was. Uh, we we after uh, half time. Uh, we had 53% possession to their 47. Full time, uh, we only got 40% possession. Mm. So yeah, it was all Brighton in the second half. All Brighton and <laughs> Mark All Brighton. Um, <laughs> yeah, is, it, is he coming? I don't know. Um, yeah, and then uh, shots. Uh, Brighton's 14 shots, six in the first half to our eight. Mm. Uh, we only made two shots in the second. Uh, Second half. One of them went in. So. One of them went in, yeah, and the other one didn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Brighton, their only shot on target, um, saying that, only came five minutes before time. Yeah. So it was, you know, all bark and, and no bite from yeah, them. Yeah, I think that's pretty much that sums up their season, doesn't it? You know, they yeah. Get, they get a half chance with Glenn Murray and they'll tuck it away, but if you don't give I mean, them that, then... I mean, they had a, a, a fairly decent beginning to the season, but they've really let it slide. Yeah. Yeah, as I say, I don't really think they've got a lot up front, have they? To, I mean, I think they'll survive in this league. I think Saints and Brighton will both survive, but, yeah, I think next season they're going to need to, you know, get a front man. I think Glenn Murray's, you know, he's not going to play forever. No, I mean, he's uh, his pension book for them. Yeah. Season or two, weren't they? Oh, and that corner at the death, mate. Oh. Yes, I mean, it was. Uh, it was. Uh, you're absolutely guaranteed. If we're one nil up, I'm. I'm shitting my pants at this point because mm. um, they, yeah, they they were really coming hard and fast, and yeah, you're guaranteed Where to have uh, last minute, <laughs> <laughs> last minute corner. Um, but yeah, no, it came to nothing, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Murray was offside. Yeah, I mean, it was. I actually. You know, shouted when that whistle went. It was just the relief again. Just like so, so important. Every, yeah. Every point is important, but when you get three, and I um, mean, it doesn't get much more of a six-pointer than this. You know, we've we've managed to um, equal them on points. That's it. And you know, so it's the first time a Premier League fixture between these teams that has ended that hasn't ended in a draw. 
all of them yeah. previously in the draw. So yeah, snap that. Um, so then they move level. We, well, we move level on points with Brighton now. Was it 33? I believe. Yep. Yep. It's just a shame that whenever we win, Burnley seem to bloody do it as well. And, and, Pal- yeah. and Palace picked up three points as well. Okay. So, Newcastle are guaranteed to win. Wow. Well, as good as, yeah. But that's what was that, five points off the drop now, so and you know, Cardiff lost today. Yeah, they lost they they, they were one 0 up, weren't one they? One 0 up against our, um Chelsea and then lost right at the death two one. Um but yeah, so it's it's looking good, looking good. Yeah, so we're we're halfway there, you know. Yeah, we just need to think... keep playing the way they are and cause cause team little problems and we'll be fine. Um, man of the match for you? Uh, I, I say there, there, there are a few <laughs> candidates. Um, I, I thought Yoshida was great. Okay, I struggled to, to be honest thinking of a man of the match for this one. Um, and yeah, Redmond um, and Armstrong. Given it the, they're all a lot of energy there, but um, and, and Romeo a solid, and he didn't pick up a yellow card. Don't know how oh, that happened. Actually, by the way, you know you forgot out Romeo in the internationals. Oh, was he playing? Mm. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. Catalans. Ah, yeah. No, I saw something about that. Right. Mm. Yeah. First ever game. Yeah, you um started. So yeah. There you go. Yeah, so we're all for Scottish and Catalan independence here. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, yeah, Romeo, yeah, I agree. He had a good game, yeah. Um, he was, yeah. He was good at breaking up the play. He, you know, he, he stopped a couple of chances from Brighton, didn't he? I thought he did well there. Yeah. Yeah, and, and he kept a clean. But I'm going to have to give it to Hoiberg, uh, our captain. Mm, I agree. Um, just, just an all-round solid performance. And... Captain's performance, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he um, got in the way when we needed him to in the last half hour or so. And just a yeah, brilliant one-two with Redmond uh, for that goal. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know if it's going to be a candidate for goal of the month. We've got five goals, so I think that's going to be one of them. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, way both for me as well. Energy, aggression, just overall game. Yeah, good. But um, I, I did like the play of Romeo as well. Yeah, and, all right. And Redmond. I thought Redmond was a threat. I just think his finishing let him down other than that. Then. And Armstrong played well for the, the time that he had. I mean, he was substitute, wasn't he? I think we bought... What did we bring on? We bought Gallagher. Um, Stevens. Stevens. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Did Austin come on? No, Stevens came on. So, yeah, right, just, right at the death. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah, I'm just... Okay, but yeah, no. Yeah, um, Armstrong played well. Yeah, I was uh, looking at looking at that... Watching the the match within like the last fifteen minutes, I think th- this this match needs more Sims. Mm-hmm. Needs some more, so just some energy to yeah. kind of get get us Fred, through. Fred you know? Legs. Mm. he's certainly got that. Um, Angus Gunn, third clean sheet in six games. That's impressive. Uh, it's very impressive, especially for Saints. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Portsmouth just scored. You're joking. No. Oh shit. 23rd minute of extra time, you fucking bastards. Which skate cunt cause scored this time then? Oh, some skate twat, I don't know. Who cares? I don't even know their players. I don't even want to know. And their manager looks like a Harry Redknapp impersonator. Kenny Jacket, isn't he? Mm. No. Oh, that's put me right. Oh. 
I'm not going to be able to hear the end of this now. Anyway, back do to you, it. Do you want me to grab you a beer? Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, what were we talking about? Angus Gunn, yeah. Uh, three clean sheets and six. Um, I know, I, I, I mean, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, about how Hassan Hurt always said that he's fine rotating his goalkeepers. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> Friday night, Liverpool, who starts? Ooh. Um, I think going on the most recent performances, I've got to say Angus Gunn. And not because, nothing against McCarthy. He flapped at that one thing. He flapped at that, that cross. I don't like flappers. But he did keep a clean sheet. Mm. Yeah, but that was only because they had like one shot on target in the second half. So, I th- My theory is that um, he's going to keep the, whoever is in goal, he's going to keep, keep stick with them until they make a mistake and then you've got someone waiting in the wings to, to switch it over so they're always looking over their shoulder it's really unfair though isn't it on McCarthy it is because he hasn't done anything wrong it's brutal well, um, yeah I mean we might see him back I don't know but um, I'm, my, my money's on gun to stay mm. yeah yeah I, 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 I do agree I, I think he will but it's it's just up for debate anyway who'd be a manager yeah. Um, interesting though, um, I saw this the Premier League table since the sixth of December. Right, guess where Saints are? Fifth. Hmm. Okay. No, not that good. <laughs> Ninth. So, okay. Which is good, and no, Burnley actually a tenth. So coming into form at the right time. Um. Yeah, I just thought that was interesting. I thought because I, I mean I've been saying for a while that if hasn't Hitler you know, had the job in September, uh, August, sorry, um, then, you know, we, we wouldn't be this close to the to the drop zone. So this mm. just proves it. From the 6th of December, we sit 9th. Which, yeah. Uh, it's good. It's an interesting, uh, interesting little uh, start, that. Yeah. R- r- should we start the season from uh, December? Yeah, let's. From now on. Europa League. Let's go for mm. it. Let's <laughs> still. Um, so, yeah, we're going to go on to Friday night game, the big one. Oh, yeah. Liverpool. So, Friday the 5th of April, 8pm kickoff. It's live on Sky as well. Is that live in Russia? It is. It's on uh, Match Football 1, if you're watching there in, here in Russia. Okay. Um, so, yeah, primetime TV. All eyes. Um, I'm looking forward to this one. <laughs> Are you? Why? <laughs> I am. I just... Uh, I won't. I mean, I won't give you my prediction straight away, but I just think, yeah, I, I love watching, you know, the the late night games, especially when it's crunch. I mean, Saints are crunch time to stay up. Liverpool are crunch time for the for the title. Um, and at this time of recording, I mean, they're, they're one point behind City, I believe, aren't they? Yeah. Um, and they play Tottenham in a minute. Uh, so yeah, I'm just and. I'm just looking forward to this one. I think it, it dep- well, a lot of depends if they can beat Spurs today and go back top of the league. Hopefully not. Um, and Mane as well. Mane this season, I think, arguably, has become like their most important player. Along with Van Dyke. You're, you're welcome, by the way. Um, <laughs> I just don't think Salah's been as potent as he was last year. Something not quite right there. I don't know. Um... But yeah, I think this game's 
I think this is going to be a good one. And after they creamed us, what was it, 3-0 in September? Yeah. We got off lightly there. Yeah, we did, yeah. I think it was um, Wesley Hoot that opened the scoring. <laughs> oh, yeah, with his task. Yeah. yeah, that was fun, wasn't it? Um, right. Okay, call me crazy. I'm feeling very optimistic about this one, Kev. Ooh. Yeah. So? Saints going to win this game. You're fucking crazy. <laughs> no. Oh, yes, something I just scored. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, and you escape. <laughs> oh, yes. Nice. Oh, I like it. Brilliant. Anyway, yeah, so Saints going to win this game. The Saints are going to win 2-1. Wow. And they're going to, okay. put, they're going to pretty much single-handedly give City the, the title with this win. I, I, I can see a Liverpool-Spurs draw, which is odd because Spurs have only drawn one game this season. But I can see a Liverpool-Spurs Liverpool 1-1. And then Saints go and beat them 2-1. Wow. OK. That would be very interesting if it did happen, that way. Hmm. I don't yeah. see it. Do you know what, though? I don't even know where it's coming from. I sort of, like, woke up this morning and I just felt strangely fine. Do you have an apparition? Yeah, and it was like... I don't know if I dreamt it, but I just woke up and thought, Saints are going to beat Liverpool. 2-1. 2-1. But, like, this time yesterday, I said it the other way around. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll feel differently tomorrow. But at the time of recording, Saints are going to win this game. So, there you okay. go. Wow. Heard it here first. Mm. So I'm well, just, basically, I'm just giving you a chance to catch up in the predictions. Oh, cheers, mate. Um, well, I, I mean, th- their front three have scored nearly 60 goals this mm. season. Not bad, is it? it it's not. I think that um, our back line has probably let in a similar amount of goals yeah, this season. They haven't scored 60-odd <laughs> goals at St Mary's, have they? Um, well, they haven't scored any goals at St Mary's. Exactly. <laughs> Um, but, but I think they are going to. Uh, and I'm also going to go 2 1. But the other way around, yeah. But the other way around, yeah. Oh, where's your belief, Kevin? Um, I, I'm going to have to put my, my, my uh, hopes and beliefs to one side and go with pragmatism. Okay, well, uh, we've kind of like switched roles. Maybe, but yeah, I think that they're. I mean, they're on such a roll. I mean, they're, they're, they're a brilliant team. I just don't think we're going to be the team to stop them. Oh, brilliant as we are, I'm, I'm still in, amazingly impressed. But I think it's perfectly fine as a fan to write off that uh, that fixture against Liverpool, looking at uh, what we've got coming up. I mean, if if our target is 40 points, we've got seven points to go. That's what two wins and a draw, I and mean, we can easily get them against any of uh, Wolves, Newcastle, Watford, Bournemouth, mm. you know, West Ham, Huddersfield, all that's all but in the bag, really, isn't it? Mm, yeah. Yeah, as I say, I don't know where it's coming from. I know I, I know how good Liverpool are. I know that they're, they're going to be, you know, they've got to be up for every game, as have Saints. So I just think Saints are going to catch one on an early one. Liverpool yeah. will equalise, and then Saints will get the winner. I See, I, uh, I don't know. I don't know where it's coming from. I'm never like this. So, what you know, right. there must be some sort of a. Sunderland just had another shot. There must be something to it. I don't know. I just, I, I, I've got a feeling. Okay. Mm. Um, predictions then. 
So on the Brighton game, I went one-one, and you went two-one Saints. Ah, because why did I? Because I wrote even wrote down one-nil in my notes for, for the last podcast, and when I listened to it back, I did actually say two-one, didn't you did I? Say two-one, yeah. Twat. I, I, I always write it down straight away. Um, so yeah, but still, I got no points because I went for a draw, and you got two points. So you, you, you picked up some on me. So that leaves the scores overall. 50-46 and the game is going to penalties by the way ooh ok yeah maybe we could do the live penalty shootout on, on air if we could um, let's yeah uh, so 50-46 to me uh, fantasy football yes um, just give me one second Mm-hmm. Is the penalty shootout going to start right now? They're on a break. They're on a break. Okay. We were on a break. <laughs> okay, right. So, in fantasy football, uh, with 61 points, our winner so far this week is uh, hey. Craig Harris with his Harris Saint-Germain, right. right at the top of the table. But uh, there's a lot to play for because we've got a double game week. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'll give you an update on uh, both of them uh, next weekend. Uh, your team? Yeah. 22 points so far. But at least Danny Ings played. He did, yeah, he's back. So your team is as relevant as it ever was. Uh, but, yeah, yeah. A double week game week, it could be very, very interesting. Uh, my team hasn't done too badly. Uh, 43 points so far. I've got Aguero's captain, and they're playing Cardiff, aren't they? Mm. In the midweek. Um, and I want us to talk about oh, the guy above me I'm trying to catch, uh, Patrick Shea with his do the hoodle. Uh, he's managed to pack his squad with uh, all of the players that uh, got a double game week. Uh, and he's playing his bench boost, so he's on 47 points, so I think he's probably going to open up a bit of a gap there. He's got a, uh... Uh, and uh, uh, Matt Markstone mm-hmm. also uh, corrected his squad enough. Uh, packed him again with uh, with players with a double game week. Uh, Raheem Sterling is captain. Moment on 36 points, but I think that all could change, so I'll, I'll let you know how it goes next Sunday. Yeah, you would have thought that being like having three weeks off that I would have like got my shit together and sorted my team out, but no. Still haven't. No, and that's what I admire when you rate your consistency. Yep. Yep. That's good. <laughs> um... Anything else that you want to touch on this week? Um, well, yeah, that uh, gauntlet that I threw down for a Josh Sims chant, um, yeah, due to uh, unforeseen circumstances, uh, we're unable to bring you our Josh Sims chants this week. However, we will almost certainly bring them to you next week, mm. um, along with a little surprise, I gather. Yeah, well, I guess you're thinking of our special guest. Yeah. Yeah, so we have a special guest next week. Um, I may have mentioned this before on our last show, but we have the host of the Southampton Delivery Podcast joining us, Matt Markstone, um, a show which we're both a fan of. Um, and we were actually on a few months ago now, wasn't it? Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah, looking forward to having him on and you know chewing the fat and celebrating our three points over Liverpool. So, yeah, yeah. I don't want to miss this one. So, yeah. Um, other than that, I think they are just about to start the penalties. If you would like to, uh, are, you, are you switching over to watch? I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna switch this on now. So, uh, yeah, there's no way I can watch this uh, 
totally live like you are. Yeah, I'm going to have to uh, spoil, it, spoil it for you then. Well, tell me who's walking up then. Oh, I will do when someone does. Looks like Sunderland are taking mm. the first penalty. They're on the halfway line. Yeah. We can do our satellite delay commentary. You'll tell me what's going on on yours, and I'll tell you what's on mine, as if I hadn't heard a word you said. Yeah. Well, it looks like Aidan McGeady's going to step up and take the first Yeah, yeah, yeah. Former Spartak Moscow man. Yeah. Yeah, Aidan McGeady stepping up. Ball's on the spot. <coughs> oh, God, he looks nervous. He steps back. Composed. Hands on his hips. He runs up. Stutter, 1-0! No. The skate cunt goalkeeper's cracking his knuckles. Hamilton's just bitting. McGeady's walking up. Oh, God, you are miles He's behind. got the ball in his left hand. Oh, no. And the Sunderland fans on the stands are nervous. <laughs> He's put the ball on the spot. He's taking the steps back. 1-1! One, one. <laughs> Gareth Evans has just levelled for Portsmouth. And, oh, he takes a step before, but he's got it right in the left-hand side there. Yeah, Miles. 1-0 to Sunderland. No! They've done it. Portsmouth have won. <sighs> I can still see the hope in the eyes of the Sunderland fans. Well, it's any consolation. I can't. Right. Oh, God, no. Why, why, couldn't he, why couldn't he just miss it? I don't know. Why couldn't he just miss it? Oh, I don't know. Oh, my okay. God. You know, you know what it's going to be, don't you? Pompey are going to be like, oh, we've beat a, red, a team wearing red and white. Oh, yeah, they'll be an open-top bus tour, won't they? Yeah. Nah, blimey. <coughs> yeah, and... Um, oh, God. <laughs> we can't even shout, you'll, you'll never win that. Yeah, I know. It's just a sad way to end the podcast now, isn't it? Uh, Leclerc's still ahead. Well... Oh, yeah, I couldn't care less about that. Hamilton's a little under seven seconds behind him. Mm. OK, right, so next week, as I said, we've got Matt Markstone from the Samson Delivery Podcast joining us. Um, so don't miss that one. We're going to talk Liverpool. Um, and then we have another guest the week after, which we will tell you about next week. And also, we have the Player and Goal of the Month um, on next week's show. So, I mean, you're going to be putting out uh, the poll on Twitter I believe yeah we'll get them up um, <laughs> early on in the week <laughs> okay ooh yep alright then so uh, Vettel's just had a massive blowout oh, so have Sunderland mm. <laughs> got a Russian phrase for you this week oh shit alright okay <laughs> do you want to say that again do you remember how we say victory uh, from last week? No. Last week? That was like three weeks ago, but no, I don't. Uh, yeah, Pabieda. Pabieda. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, another victory. But uh, this time, uh, we get to clean sheet. Uh, and the word for a clean sheet victory is uh, Pabieda Suhuyu. Pabieda Suhuyu. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Cool. Okay, I've got my daughter screaming down the stairs. I am. Um, on that note, up the Saints. Up the Saints. Up the Saints. Cool. Sports Social Podcast Network. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.